You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 46. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about growth shaming. So have you ever had someone tell you, hey, you've changed. You're not the person you used to be. And sometimes they do it in a bit of a judgmental or even derogatory way. Well, I call that growth shaming. So I'm going to talk about why that happens and how to handle it. Now, before I dive into this topic, I had a really cool opportunity happen for me a few weeks ago. I had one of my past coaching students reach out to me, someone I trained years ago. And he reached out unexpectedly and I was connecting with him and he said that he wanted me to come and present to his organization that has grown so much over the past year. And we hopped on a Zoom call and and caught up and I asked him, oh my gosh, how are things going for you? I remember when I was training you, you were just really at the early infancy stage of starting your marketing business. And he said that it was in one of the first days of his coach training that we had done an exercise that completely opened up so much possibility for him. And from then on, he ran forth with his vision of growing this digital marketing agency that um, he had wanted to grow for some time. And his business has exploded over the past year. It's grown so much. They have, I think, almost 40 employees now. So it was really a full circle moment because I got to present to his whole entire team and his his business is, I'm sure, well over the $1 million mark, which is phenomenal. So to see a student that I trained as a coach at the infancy stage of their business, now their business is so big and to come back and provide some leadership training to the team that he's grown is something that I'd really cherish. So big congrats to you, Mel and the success of your company, and it was an honor to speak to your phenomenal team. I had so much fun presenting to all of them. So let's talk about growth shaming. This is a part of the series of episodes I'm doing during this end of the year uh, phase that we're in right now, the holiday season. So a lot of these episodes I'm doing are more relevant to how to handle certain things that might come up when you are around uh, family members or engaging with certain people in your life in ways that might not feel so wonderful. So growth shaming sounds like when you reconnect with someone, maybe you haven't seen them in a while, and they say, you're different, you've changed, or you're not the person you used to be. Or they might bring up things you used to do before with them, but don't do anymore. Like, you know, we used to always gossip, Or, you know, we used to always drink together and now you're not drinking anymore. Now you don't gossip with me anymore. Now you are, you know, doing all these new things. You've become quite the big shot. So they might have comments like this and it might not sit with you well. Um, And rightfully so, because if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely someone that values growth and you are someone that sets goals and achieves them. So if you're someone that values growth, And especially if you're a coach, 
you're going to notice that there, there will be times when people who know past versions of you, they're going to have opinions and comments on your growth. And those comments might not always be positive. So I call this experience growth shaming. And my response has always been quite simple. When anyone has some kind of you know, judgmental comment about my growth, I often just say, thank you for noticing. Yes, I have grown <laughs> because I value growth. And you know, I, I, I moved away from my hometown on Long Island, New York when I was 18 years old and haven't looked back since. Uh, I've lived in Boston for four years. Then I moved to China for a few years. I lived in Vancouver, Canada for a couple years, then Seattle, Washington for almost five years, and now live in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I've been to quite a number of places, and every year of my life, I feel like I've grown exponentially when I look back at the person I was a year ago or even you know several years ago. And it's because I value growth. I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to look at myself a year ago and think, oh, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Uh, I'm just the same person. To me, that's not attractive for myself. So when I come to the holiday season, I go home to New York. I go to where I grew up and I see a lot of family that I only get to see during the holiday season. And it's always an interesting experience because, you know, I, it's a moment where I'm connecting to an environment where I played very small because I grew up and I was very shy. I was very reserved. I had a lot of confidence issues. I was struggling with a lot of insecurities and shame. So going back to that environment is always interesting because it's a way for me to see and really sink into uncovering just how far I've gone and how much I've grown and also connect with some people that have not grown as much. And one of the things that I've realized is that not every single person values growth. Even though I believe growth is a human need, it is a something that innately we desire, not everyone honors that desire and honors that value. But coaches and entrepreneurs, that's what we do. That's what we live for. We grow and we support our clients in their growth. So one time I had a family member who said to me, and this was, you know, several years into running my business and I had been, you know, starting to have a lot of momentum and success. This family member said, I don't really know what kind of mentors you're working with or what people are putting in your ears and your mind or what they're putting in your head. And it, and it was this very judgmental comment. And it was shocking for me to hear that because I love my mentors. I've cherished those relationships so deeply I've invested a lot in my mentorship and I continue to do so. And when I reflected on this family member's judgment of you know, how I've grown and the mentorship that I've received as a part of my growth, I realized that this person just didn't know how to relate to me anymore and that was scary for them. So sometimes people will have a negative reaction to your personal growth. And it can be hard because rather than be excited and supportive of you, or at least just accepting the, the person you've evolved to be, they might have this disapproval or they might give you some unwarranted hostility and judgment and even pressure you to change back. So you might wonder, why does this happen? What gives? What's this about? Right? Why is your transformation that you've been so proud to experience, why is it seen as a bad thing to some people around you? So when you start making changes in your life, something to consider is that 
your new way of showing up, your new way of thinking, your new actions, it does cause a ripple effect that spreads outward and it impacts everyone you know. So when you make big changes in your life, it forces other people to change as well because now they have to revise the way they interact with you and how they think about you. And that could be uncomfortable. (laughs) That could be uncomfortable for someone to go through. They used to be able to predict how you were, who you are, and now all of a sudden, you're not as predictable. So they think, how dare you? How dare you cause me to revise the way I see you? So the thing is, their reaction really has absolutely nothing to do with you, right? It has nothing to do with you, what you're achieving, or what you're becoming. All of your, all of their reactions has everything to do with their own attempts to really cling to what's familiar. So any kind of change in life, even positive change, it can be interpreted as a threat and as a danger signal because humans have a fear often of the unknown. So it kind of goes something like this in the mind of the other person. Oh my gosh, you're becoming a different person. I don't know who this person is. I don't understand what it's going to entail. And this is scaring the crap out of me. And I want you to stop changing because it's making me uncomfortable. So I want you to consider this. When someone tells you that you've changed It simply means that you've stopped living your life their way. Let me repeat that once more. When someone says you've changed and they judge you for changing, it simply means you've stopped living your life their way. So when people get frightened or scared or worried, have a reaction to your transformation, it's like they're getting backed into this corner of having to deal with your change head on. And they might get very vocal about their disapproval of it. They might even get downright nasty at times, which can cause you to start questioning your own decisions and maybe the path that you're on right now. And we don't want you to do that. (laughs) There are things that you can do to keep yourself on track with your own transformation, despite whatever kind of comments and opinions that others might throw your way. So I want to go through some of those in this episode. The first thing I want you to do is consider that when someone does have a judgment about your changes and your achievements or things that you're in the process of achieving, this is a good sign, okay? You actually want this to happen because it means that you're on track. It means that you're making progress in your life. If you've made enough changes that people are starting to have a reaction to it and they're getting a little pissed off about it, (laughs) that's an indication that Whatever you're doing is working. So congratulate yourself for that. Remind yourself that this is all proof that you are accomplishing your goals because we are supposed to grow and change as humans. There's no reason for you to feel bad about it or for you to take on that shame. Other people's reaction is none of your responsibility. So they may be intimidated by your growth. They may feel insecure about about uh, your growth. They might realize how much they're stagnating in their own life. And all of that is none of your responsibility. All that you're responsible for is your thoughts about you and you honoring the path that you're on. Now, the other thing to know is that when people do start to notice and comment and judge your own transformation, 
you want to resist any temptation you have to defend yourself or to fight fire with fire, no matter how nasty the person might get. So remember that much of what these people are throwing at you, it's coming from their own fear. Fear that either they're going to have to change too in order to fit in with the new you or fear that they may no longer fit with you and end up losing you. So all of those fears that people may have are absolutely legitimate. And if you just keep that in mind when someone might have some kind of verbal attack, then it becomes easier for you to understand what's happening without you being bothered so much by it. And oftentimes what happens is that when you're able to remain calm and just show that you know, you're willing to hear them and listen to them have their opinion, it actually allows that other person to feel more secure and some of their fears will evaporate and they'll stop badgering you so much and try to pressure you to change back to the way that you were. And the last thing to know when it comes to addressing uh, you know, any kind of growth shame that you're experiencing is the last thing to do is remember the reasons why you made those changes in your life. Remember the decisions and the reasons why you made those decisions. So the path that you're on now, the growth that you're experiencing, right? how is it right now that you're honoring your values and honoring yourself? And you don't need to explain this to other people, but right? you don't need to go through with them why you've made changes in your life and why you're growing. You just need to remember your own truth and remember why it is that you are on the path that you're on, okay? So you might start to realize the more you grow and the more that others don't grow around you, that you may have less and less in common with certain people. And this is okay. This is expected, it's normal, and it's okay. You don't have to be offended when someone comments that you've changed. And you don't have to dismiss it or deny it. And, you know, for example, if someone says, oh, you know, you're really so different now, you don't have to minimize your own transformation by saying, oh, well, not really, you know, I'm, I'm still the same person or, well, I'm still really struggling with this thing or, you know, I'm still kind of, you know, having a lot of issues in this area. Like you don't have to minimize yourself for other people to feel comfortable around you. And if you do that, it's just going to prevent your own uh, acknowledgement and of your own transformation, it's going to prevent you from having that acknowledgement for yourself. So instead, what you want to do is own it. Own that you've changed. Yes, I've changed. Thank you for noticing. It's what we're supposed to do as humans. <laughs> so just because you've had a relationship with someone before, it doesn't mean that you are forever bound to having some kind of relationship with that person. Sometimes there are relationships in our life that expire. We outgrow them. Okay, if you are a growth oriented person and you have a relationship in any way, it could be family, friend, colleague, whatever it is, if you have a relationship with someone who's not growth oriented, then it is quite natural for you to outgrow that relationship. And this could be a bit of a sad experience because there is a sense of loss, but there's also a sense of gain because you are gaining the truth of yourself and you're also gaining space to attract growth-oriented people that are aligned with who you are and encouraging of your growth. 
So when people growth shame you, they might say that you are being very selfish for pursuing your goals. They might have judgment around that. They might also see that the ways that you're now putting yourself out there in life, they might see that as arrogant or self-centered. So let people have those opinions. Let people have those opinions of you. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is your opinion of you. So what is your opinion of you? I did an entire episode called Other People's Opinions. That one got a lot of downloads. <laughs> I know you all really like that one. So if you haven't listened to it or if you need a reminder, listen to the episode on this podcast called Other People's Opinions. Now, it is essential for you to realize that you are not on this planet to shrink down for someone else's comfort. So as an entrepreneur and as a coach, you are probably going to be the outlier in your family or your community. A lot of, of coaches in the academy, I remember once I did a poll and I said, raise your hand if you are the only coach that you know of in your family or your friend circle. And every single coach raised their hand. <laughs> so usually coaches come from you know, a di different paths of life and are drawn to this work and they realize that no one else in their family might get it. They might judge it. They might shame you for all the transformation that you're going through in your life. But it's important for you to know that as you are owning your, your gifts and growing, that you don't become small suddenly for other people who refuse to grow. Do not make yourself small for other people who refuse to grow. In other words, stop minimizing your contribution in order to make other people people feel better about theirs, right? Don't make yourself small so that someone else can feel big because when you shrink down, you don't add any value to the world, right? It's not serving anyone by diminishing yourself. In fact, what ends up happening if someone growth shames you and then you say, oh, well, maybe I should tone it down or minimize my gifts or go back to hiding, Right? You just deprive the world of seeing the fullest version of who you are. You deprive the whole world of that when you play small. And you playing small doesn't serve the world. So remember, you are born to play full out. You're allowed to play full out. It's your birthright to do so. It's not a luxury or a special privilege. It is why you are here on the planet, to play full out, to play big. Now, on a deeper level, I want to talk about when people growth shame you, and have their judgments and they are, you know, having this, this kind of like conflict in their brain of seeing who they knew you to be and then trying to reconcile that for who you are right now and who you're becoming. A lot of your own experience of growth is about knowing how to navigate the past while also walking forward with strength and conviction into your future that you're creating. So when you are growing and you have someone from your past confront you with your past, right? Like when they have judgment of you, that's what they're confronting you with. They're confronting you with the past version of you. And they're causing you to connect to that younger self or that inner child or that smaller part of you that used to hide and not show up fully to life. 
that insecure, less confident version of you. When someone's saying things like, you've changed, you're so different. What about when you used to be this way? It's like they're bringing the, your past self into the room and you must now confront that past version of you. So I know I'm going deep here, but just stay with me. So in the process of your growth, right, when you grow in life, you are shedding old identities. You're unlearning things that were taught to you in your childhood, whether it be from your friends, your parents, people that didn't really understand you, people who judged you as being weird or dumb or silly, and even people that didn't believe in you. So as you grow, you are releasing yourself of all of those identities and all of those old rules that you would live by that kept you small. And at the end of the day, it is important for you to maintain conditions that are conducive to you moving towards your future self allow you to continue to keep your belief in yourself very strong. So your opportunity when people growth shame you, when that happens, your opportunity is to reinforce your connection to your future self. So maybe, for example, you have that one uncle who says, oh yeah, remember all the times you would just get so wasted and drunk and high and do this and do that. And you might hear comments like that and go, that is so far removed from who I am at this point. Like I haven't drank in years. So you might be thinking, I don't even do drugs anymore. That's just not even who I am. So your opportunity is to reinforce your future self, right? Deepen your awareness of who that person is. I have a whole episode on this podcast called Future Self. So that's one to check out if you want to learn more about what it means to connect with your future self. So when people are connecting with you and seeing you, maybe you're catching up with them, right? This happens especially during holiday season and family gatherings. They are anticipating to meet the past version of you and speak to that version of you. That version of you, that's no longer relevant. It's not no longer who you are. So it's going to be hard for them to reconcile who you were and who you are now and who you're becoming. And that's okay. As long as you remember who you are, you allow them to have their reaction and you stay connected to your future self, the person that you're becoming. Not going backwards and then re, uh, like opening up your past self again, repeating your past. Right? That's the opposite of what you want to do. Okay, So I want to end by saying that when you start making changes in your life, when you start growing, when you start making bold decisions that up-level the way that you approach your life, it's exciting and it's scary all at once. And you might be proud of the accomplishments that you have, but you also might get a little overwhelmed by all the change that's happening in your life. And having to deal with the stress of other people's disapproval on top of all that can take a toll on your self-esteem. And, and it could also um, you know, cause you to question, who am I? What am I doing? What is the path I on? Who is the person I want to be? But when you understand that any kind of growth shame or outside hostility, it's just a smokescreen for other people's fear. And when you can remain calm in the face of that judgment and resentment, and you can remember the reason why you are making the changes you're making and you're becoming the person you're becoming... When you can stay so deeply connected with that, you'll be able to weather all the storms and stay on track, even when people complain that you've changed. Isn't that awesome?
So that's what I got on this episode on growth shaming. And before I finish the episode, I want to include a short clip of one of our graduates. Her name is Nanika, and she is, oh my gosh, where do I begin? Such an amazing coach. So Nanika has an incredible story. She mainly does corporate coaching, and I want to include it here so you can hear a little bit about her path, her journey as a coach, and some of her best tips for coaches looking to take their coaching career to the next level. So enjoy Nanika's story. Have a wonderful holiday season, and I'll see you all in the next episode. I'm Nanika Thompson. I'm the founder and principal of Mariama Consulting. About a year ago, uh, I came to a point in my career where I was ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship. It had always been something I considered, but I really felt ready to do it after 15 years working for someone else. So I decided to take my experience helping businesses improve their worker skills into my own hands. And I started my own company um, consulting, and but doing some coaching on the side. But I was never formally trained in, in coaching. So um, it was at that point where I I decided that um, I wanted to take what I was kind of doing on the side and bring it under my company, but learn how to do it right. As a consultant, there were organizations looking to hire me and they said, we want to hire you as a coach. So they were using the term coach. So I found Thriving Coach Academy on the ICF website, and I scheduled a consultation with the admissions team. And what I learned was that the program was so comprehensive and so fast-paced. It was what I was looking for. I realized it was for me. And throughout the program, everything's been really interactive. The trainings have been intensive. And um, I knew that this was a place where I could progress quickly. Just a few months into the program, I discovered an amazing uh, corporate coaching opportunity, and I just decided to apply. I wasn't done with the program yet, but I went ahead anyways. Part of the interview process was mock coaching. So because Thriving has you do these Zoom practice sessions, I was already prepared. I overcoached. Like, they were like, okay, like, the coaching that you're giving us is like... And by the end of the interview, they were so impressed, they hired me on the spot. And now I have a 12-month coaching opportunity as that I can bring under my uh, consulting business. And now I see uh, more opportunities to provide corporate career coaching, and um, I'm not even certified yet. The instruction is apt absolutely top-notch. Every professional that I work with is talented, they're engaging in their experience, and they want me to win in my business. Throughout the program, you know, I was learning tools and techniques for actual coaching, but there's also this really great um, business development um, part of the course. This is the best professional development investment that I've made in myself. 
um, because it's really not just a, a training program, it's an experience. And it just shows through and through by the way that the program is put together, the care and of the uh, materials, the group format, you know, I was able to build my network from the very first training session. The coaching I was doing before is nowhere what I'm doing now. And I've expanded so much from what I understand coaching to be now. Before enrolling, I thought that the training was going to be too basic. I thought I would need to invest in more business training, but I found everything under one roof. So I've been through a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, countless training programs, and Thriving Coach Academy is really stellar training. It's really a top-notch program. I would tell anyone who's considering Thriving Coach Academy that you will be blown away with the investment that you are making in yourself. It will exceed your expectations. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coaches' secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.